Welcome to Rapids Rant, a RapidsRant.com production, hosted by two guys who know next to nothing about soccer, Don Pablo and Camberto, with other Rapids Rant team members, occasional guests talking all things soccer, and whatever else Don wants to talk about in a mildly entertaining way. Now, let's talk the beautiful game and the eternal struggle of lifting silverware with Rapids Rant. Rapids Rant. Welcome to Rapids Rant. It's me, Don Pablo, as always, joined by Kevberto, and we're here to welcome you into the show. Rapids get a victory, 1-0 at Austin FC. Kevberto, how are you today? I am doing great. I'm very excited that we were able to take the three points from Austin. And just excited to talk about that. Yes, the Rapids get a shutout on the road, 1-0, and they outshoot Austin FC, I think it was 11 to 6. Uh, they had a bunch more shots on goal um, than uh, Austin FC did. And the Rapids overall, I think they went into Austin and they did exactly what they wanted to do. They came away with the three points. Um, we we made it through this time of without players in the Gold Cup. And look, the month of July, like I had stated after the game uh, match on Saturday night, was, <clears throat> was three wins, one loss, and two ties. And uh, Rapids... They, they got out of this month of July, this tough month, uh, uns- not unscathed, but looking pretty good. And we're still in a good place, and we're we're looking positive on the season right now. Kibito. I agree, Don. As I was preparing for this recording, I was thinking about these <laughs> facts that we were more successful at uh, you know throughout this uh, this whole what two months because Nations mm-hmm. League and Gold Cup. Yes. Um, uh, than expected, I think. And by the way, Kiberto, um, I don't want to get off track too much, but uh, uh, sorry about Mexico in the Gold Cup. Uh, man, but you guys you guys had a lot going on. Mexico national team has a lot going on this month because of the Olympics and the Gold Cup and the Nations League. And you guys are, I don't want to say stretched really thin, but, you know, it's not, you don't have your best team for any of those three things. We should have done better. No excuses. And there is a... How can I put this? I don't want to get into conspiracy <laughs> theories, and I don't want to get into any of that, but that has everything to do with um, as far as the Federation forcing yeah. choices on the coach. It was not his fault. It's the whole marketing situation. There's this argument also within the Mexican media where they are saying no more. Um, they're saying no more mexico games in the u.s because they really yeah they right come here for the money that they make yeah that's the thing that's the weird thing that's why like why is the gold cup here every time in every other country in every other uh confederation the big tournaments move around obviously the euro 2020 that was played in 2021 had a little different flair um they just had the final semifinals and finals and and in a different place. I mean, I think even the quarterfinals, like I know that France or Russia, they didn't have to leave their country at all until basically the end of the tournament. And so, uh, I can see how Mexico, I see how you get mad at that because yeah, you're making a lot of money, but is this helping your players develop? Like, are these players even playing in the United States? They're going off to, you know, other countries. And that's the thing. I, you know, um, another argument is the fact that all of these, 
good Mexican players or these prospects uh, to go to Europe. Yeah. Uh, they are they are tainted or not they are, but their contracts are tainted by their promoters. Where there's a certain number, like in, in we can count them with our two hands of promoters that represent or agents that represent almost really? every single player in Mexico huh. or Mexican player. So whenever a European club comes around and says, hey, I want to buy this guy, their price tags are so high that, you know, they just or, say, never mind. Yeah, or they're like, well, I want this guy, but if you want that guy, you have to take that guy. That's exactly. how the agent can come back and be like, if you want him, you have to take him. So exactly. uh, uh, another way they can expand the price and, you know, I mean, I guess that getting the, spreading the Mexican soccer players worldwide is a, is a good thing, but... Uh, if you have a guy that, if you have a, a cartel that keeps him hostage, like technically <laughs> that's what it would be. It, it really is. And I'm sorry. I, yeah, you know, look, I know we're getting off on a, a sweet, yeah. tangent, but, I, and I'm not trying to excuse Mexico for losing. Congratulations, United States, for winning the Gold Cup. Thank um, you, sir. Uh, I just, you know, as a, a Mexican supporter, it is, it was definitely a dose of reality. Yeah, but you guys also made it to the finals of the, Nations uh, Nations Cup, right? Nations Cup, the Gold Cup. You made it to the semifinals. You guys are still playing for a bronze in uh, in Tokyo. Tokyo. So that's a the, there's there's positives, and also uh, you know they made it through. You made it through this time, and we'll see how the Mexican national team uh, plays in the uh, World Cup next year. I, I appreciate that. We're buddy. getting I, for our World Cup qualifiers I here think soon. Back in our day when we were. Uh, before free <laughs> friends contact with this conversation would have been a lot different, I believe. But I'm excited that we can share rapid stuff yes. together one more time. And, and talking about friends contract, you dropped a bomb on me before the show, but I can't say anything. And sorry, you're looking at me weird now. So no, I won't say anything. You dropped a bomb on me before the show. I did, and I apologize. Nothing to do with soccer. But we uh, party yeah. before, the game, before the recording. See, that's what happened. <laughs> See, we forgot to do that. And we get off tracks way I'm too soon. You, I'm telling you, man. Kiberto, in the 28th minute, Andre Shinyashiki from Michael Berrios, he nutmegged uh, one of the players, uh, one of the players from Austin, and it just went right underneath the goalie, uh, Culver. Sorry, Stubert. Stubert, who, who played a very good game. Yeah, he, he kept them. He kept them in the game. And Rapids, it could have been easily 4-0 or 3-0 with his saves, but. Andre Shinyashiki, he lucked out, kind of, although he, I would say he put himself in the right place at the right time this time. Like, he got himself in scoring opportunity, and he basically won the game for us there. You know what? I've talked about, you know, staying in, on your game even with lucky goals, and ugly goals are still mm -hmm. goals. Obviously, this is something we need to consider while he um, is scoring these goals that are getting the three points. But, you know... That's still, we, someone needs to help them as yes. far as everything else. And that's the good news, Kiberto, because now that the Gold Cup is over and we uh, actually made that trade with uh, LAFC, the, we're getting reinforcements coming, Kiberto. And let me just say this, Dominic Badgie from Nashville, like you said, maybe he'll be the finisher that we need. That You know, I don't want to blow out, oh, well, I do want to blow out every team. I don't realistically expect that there will be a blowout against right. every team. But Dominic Badgie's coming. Mark Anthony Kay's coming. And we were talking about this, I guess, a couple weeks ago. I thought that Sam Vines was as good as gone. And right. apparently he's not gone yet. So if he plays this weekend in, uh, against Kansas City, against the team, you know, he, he was in Kansas City for three weeks. 
yeah. uh, when they when they started the Gold Cup. So you know what? I think he knows a lot about this Kansas City team, and um, we'll get to this in a little bit. But I like the Rapids' chances uh, this weekend against Kansas City in Dick's Sporting Goods Park on Saturday and night. We will definitely figure this out because um, the transfer market window closes uh, around June 9th. Uh-huh. Sorry, uh, August August thirty first. Yeah, August thirty first. <laughs> Sorry, and uh, <laughs> so we still have a few weeks to find out if Vines is leaving mm-hmm. or not, uh, based on what you just said, Don, and just to reinforce, obviously our you know what we say because obviously we're trying to not say ridiculous things here yeah you know uh, you know we just try sometimes <laughs> sometimes, but, sometimes it just comes out like yeah. it's not really like a try it's just like well yeah so royal antwerp fc <laughs> from belgium yeah it was i guess in the last stages of negotiating with uh vines uh, they're saying that he already they're trying to figure out when he can come to belgium and take his medical test oh, and okay. sign contract. so there's no Signed contract yet. This was according to a Bel- um, a uh, Belgium uh, sports article. Yeah. So you know they're just they were waiting for him to finish uh, the Gold Cup tournament. So I mean I'm gonna say that I hope he delays a little bit and still yeah. plays at least this game against Sporting Kansas. Kansas yeah, it'll be like a send off, and if we can yeah. you know beat the team that's in second place in the West, that'll be you know even better and, uh, situation. And, and I think that. That would be ideal because he was he came out of the Rapids Academy. He is leaving. He made it to the professional team, the first team, and now he's mm-hmm. going off to, to be successful in Europe, hopefully. Yep. So, and there's a they said there's a major clause like if he gets sold or if he gets the Rapids are going to get a bunch of that money back. So it's going to be it's kind of like um, I don't know if people played hat trick the game, but you get yeah. money and obviously you get money from. All the players that you bring up, and this is a rule worldwide. You get money, and also it's been a little contentious for some cities, not not as much Denver, but Seattle and a couple, for Yedlin. You know, you get money if you develop this player. You're getting paid for his whole professional career, and that's what the transfer fees happen. So, if the Rapids can get something for Sam Vines, um, even on the back end of this uh, Royal Antwerp signing, like if he goes for five million somewhere else, Rapids are getting a big part of that. Yeah. So that's a good thing. So obviously. Um, while people make fun of the Rapids Academy, now look at us now. We're getting money. We're sending players away. The Rapids are in fourth place. Um, we're, we're working on a positive. We're going in a positive upward dynamic here with Robin Frazier and Padraig Smith. And forgive me for not if I said that incorrectly. Um, I am some Irishman in me, but uh, definitely not the kind that knows how to pronounce names and syllables no, in Irish. I, I agree with you saying, <laughs> and I think that... Um, Baji coming back yeah. from Nashville. He was in Europe for a little while. Yeah. And, and I'm pretty sure he matured. I hope he matured. Yeah. I think he will feel right at home because people love him. Um, he did good. He's, he's really fast. He has the my, mentality that we've been calling for as far as like shooting, go for it, attack, because that's his position. Yeah. You know, putting the ball on target is another deal, but hopefully <laughs> his accuracy got a lot better. Well, I think. Um, if he's closer to the goal, like we're getting a lot more chances when he played with us before it was kind of the Pablo way. And, you know, we were trying, you know, we would be counterattacking and hoping for the long shot. And I think that with Robin Frazier, uh, as the, as the head coach that yes, we've been getting a lot more chances. Michael Barrios will find you and look, man, we, and we don't want Michael Barrios to be everything because sometimes he can get shut down now with Baji. 
with Mark Anthony K with Kellen Acosta coming back, like we, our midfield is going to be solid, and and I think we can compete with these LA teams that we we're about to start playing again, right. and and let's beat Kansas City, and we're going to and Seattle is going to be coming up here in uh, September. So I think that the Rapids are making the right moves. We know we're missing, so hopefully Dominic Baji can give us some of those things. So what we were going to talk about um, next was our offense has been clicking, and yes, we only won one nil. But it was on the road, and we got a shutout on the road, and we had more chances in the team. And this is the the story that keeps repeating itself in Rapids land this year. You know what I'm saying, Caberto? So that's why we're on a positive thing. Yes, we can't finish, but no, no, but I agree. We're in fourth place, man. Like it's not. We're, we're no, no. I agree. I, I, I'm not trying to be negative. Um, where's that? Negative Nelly, negative uh, Nancy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I don't. Always seem like that guy. But, <laughs> no, you are not that guy. You are opposite of that well, guy. Thank you. But what I'm saying is that you know, I think that we are. We we need to finish, and I think with uh, Baji, with Barrios, when Rubio comes back, um, I think that um, we're gonna really be a a power to. Right. Um, and Mesquite is getting more minutes, and and we'll talk about Oliver Laraz, and I can't. Oliver! First of all, that guy. He's going to score a goal, Kiberto. Yeah, he came on in the 84th minute, and he had two chances at least, and I saw him go for another one, but uh, I forget who the other attacker wasn't in with him. We're on the same page. But Oliver Lerat, he's going to get a start here pretty soon when Rapids have a couple, uh, three three matches in eight days stretch coming up. And I, I just hope that he plays well. And by the way, Galvan has been playing well too. Like he, right. We've been going forward. We're getting the system. The Rapids are playing within the system that – Frazier's giving them, and our results are very positive right now. We had one loss um, in the month of July to Stupid Salt Lake. But other than that, I think we looked very well. And if we just have one crap game, and it sucks that it was the Rocky Mountain Cup game, but hey, we'll come back out here. We're playing Kansas City. Everybody's coming home this weekend. I agree, and I'm very excited for what's next, the second half of the season. Um we obviously have to keep an eye out for the World Cup qualifiers, which are coming up also and starting in September. So we're going to have uh, to get, uh, get as much points as possible from everywhere, every single game in this month of August. So i um, very excited, just like you are, Don, and I think many people are, uh, to see where Acosta and K, what Acosta and K can give yeah. us. But Baji on the, I'm thinking Baji on the left, Jonathan, on the right. Yeah, Jonathan Lewis is coming back too, man. Like he's not, he was just in the national team. He's right. gonna get some time back he's with the Rapids. Get some minutes, yeah. man. He didn't exactly. play much. Exactly, so, he played in the first match of the, game, of the game I went to, and that was it. That was it for the whole tournament. Right. So I'm saying, you know, I I think that we're looking at a hungry Rapids team, a full Rapids squad. Uh, we're obviously waiting for uh, Lucas Estevez from uh, the left back from Palmeiras in yeah. Brazil, which uh, the deal should be closing within these next few weeks. All right. So then we're getting another fast guy in the back. And by the way, we have Namli. He really hasn't played much this year because of his ankle. Right. So if he can get healthy, that's another person that we can. You know, we don't know how he's going to play slot in, and uh, but no other major league soccer team does as well because there's no tape on him playing for right. the Rapids. So I think he played. 20 minutes, yeah. 20 minutes, yeah, but yeah, year, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like this year with the new thing, like he, we don't know what he's going to do. So I'm excited about that. Like there's still um, a lot of possibility. I'm not, I'm not saying expectations, but there's a lot of questions to be asked from other teams and we're not out of it. Uh, the supporter shield revolution are just running away with everything, but 
you know what, man? I, uh, supporter Shield is one thing, and let's make it to the playoffs and get a home playoff game. And you know what, man? And by, and by the way, and by the way, I was listening to the Austin FC feed, uh, my second uh, watch of this game, and the guy was talking about. Well, usually these Rocky Mountain teams wilt in the heat of Austin, and I'm like, I, I looked what? up, I looked up the temperature. It wasn't that hot, but it was humid, but it wasn't that hot. But I'm like, wait a minute, bro. What hot? Like, uh, a Salt Lake? I don't know what their elevation is, but when you train at elevation in Denver, you're running. That's like your whole thing because the air is thinner. Right. That's why. That's why we have the Olympic uh, t- yeah. training down in Colorado Springs because of the elevation. Right. I'm like, so we can run all day. So I'm like, Austin FC guy, what are you talking about? Now I hate to call out people in the media no. because I understand how hard a job this is. This is. But we gotta we gotta take other factors in account there, Austin FC guy. You sound like a Division two uh, college soccer uh, announcer when you say it like that. Now I shouldn't be making fun of anybody. I do have fifteen years in the announcing game, not as experienced as Kevberto over here. But I am Don Pablo, Don Pablo three hundred three on Twitter. You can look, <laughs> you can search me forever. I've been that's all I do. Like, have I been a program director? Yes. Does that give me any chops to criticize anybody? Maybe in the slightest way, <laughs> in the slightest way, but, but come on, man. like, dude, come on. Know what you're talking about. Like, I'm not going yeah. to LA. Like if you just go to LA, I'd be like, oh, brown cloud. What's happening with all this uh, <laughs> pollution over here, Kev Berto? And I'd be like, what? It's just like we were saying earlier, you know, we kind of want to, like here at Rapids, man, we try to kind of get ready for what we're going to yeah. say. That's why we have to refer back to articles and stuff like that. So we yes. don't make the mistakes like Don is mentioning. So <laughs> I just, I just came at like, I, it just, it just got, it just got my goat. You know what I'm saying? Like what grinds my gears when people like, come on guy, like you're, you're in Austin. Austin's cool. Austin's weird, but it's not too hot, man. And by the way, that, that stadium looks awesome, but it was a beautiful stadium. Yeah. I'm, I want to actually go there. Stadium, yes. Yeah. I would like to go there one day. The Rapids do not, that was their only trip on the season. Uh, so We'll we'll play them twice next year, but the good news is they're coming back, and we Rapids. I don't think they come back until um, October, but they could get some revenge on their only loss at home on the season, which was the first game they played against Austin three to one. But this game, the Rapids get the shutout, um, and my theory kind of held true. Kiberto, uh, we had more chances. We had way more chances than them, and if it wasn't for Stuber, uh just making amazing saves a couple times. The, it would have been three. It would have been three, uh, probably two or three. So, I yes, agree. Agree. My, my theory of once Robin Frazier figures you out, we got you figured out for the second game. Happened against Austin, even though we only won 1-0. But there you go, Kiberto. There's that. All right, Kiberto. Well, that brings me to my favorite question for you every week. Kiberto, how's the defense? I appreciate <laughs> your uh, favoritism of this segment, Don. You're, you're welcome. So, I'm not going to lie, the defense has been pretty solid, especially this past game. I got the shutout. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, uh, those clean sheets aren't just good for the goalkeeper. They're good for the defense because they give us this perspective on how the defense is doing. Right. Um, Yes, there was a few uh, moments where we lacked focus, but... Overall, I saw this back line of four meshing up pretty well. Um, and this is obviously good for the rest of the season, uh, whether we get Lucas Estevez or not, mm-hmm. because this is what we got, especially when Danny Wilson comes back. There's going to be some competition there. Right. So, um, yeah, we got Mark Anthony K as well. And I was doing some research on him and it looks like he just had fallen out of favor 
um, at LAFC, and obviously they they spent a bunch more money on the transfer market since uh, you know he's been gone. So I think it would just be it's like a sly pickup from the Rapids. Like we're giving him a chance. Um, obviously, he's played very well for LAFC for many years. So now he's going to come to Colorado. We have a good culture. We have veteran players. We have Drew Moore out there who got yeah. got in the game. And every time Drew Moore gets in the game, he immediately goes and talks to Jack Price, and he immediately goes and organizes the defense again. And that, and that, like in the 80th that's minute, a good example, 75th minute, that's what they need. That's what the Rapids need. And obviously, Drew Moore is on the backside of the career. Hopefully, he sticks around for the Rapids. But just to see him come in, and then obviously. Oliver Laraz um, on the opposite side of the field, you know, going forward and almost scoring, getting a couple chances there. When Drew Moore in the back, I think Rapids have the veteran leadership. We have yeah. a good, experienced head coach. Yes, he was a Chivas USA, Cabrito's former favorite team. No, it wasn't. Never. <laughs> Ever in, in the whole wide world. Never was it my favorite team. Just clearing that up. But I'll say Robin Fraser. I'm ready to give him best coach from Chivas USA. Although we were at the Chivas USA's greatest game when they rushed the field. With Chelis. Preseason game, Chivas USA, rushed the field. Just saying. That's how Chivas USA operated. Right. <laughs> but whatever. Anyway, so my point was uh, for the defense, Kiberto, we, the Rapids lost in possession battle again. Right. All right. Now, last week we were talking about how we beat Salt Lake in possession battle. Right. Obviously, we were dominated in the game uh, on the scoreline. But uh, like I said during the match, I'm like, look, man. They can't beat our back line, right? So we'll just let them have the ball. They're they're kind of just sitting there waiting for us to do something. And yes, the Rapids parked the bus, but they couldn't beat us. So they they didn't. They got kind of close, but two saves, and that was it. That's all that Yarbrough needed was two saves, and uh, our defense he did had pretty a really well. Nice save, the one from like really far, uh, like maybe twenty three yards yeah. out on yeah. on the right side. Um, I I agree. I think that. Um, we I think we were just waiting for all of our players to come back. I know that yeah. that sounds like a cop out. It's not. It's just it was a good it was a good time for us to learn. Definitely, mm-hmm. um, good time for all these other players to not get minutes uh, or that didn't get minutes to get minutes uh, for the for these youngsters to get their de- de- debuts in. And I think that as as these guys are coming back as the squad is you know, coming to uh, its uh, completion as far as, uh, you know, a roster, mm-hmm. I think that uh, good competition is always good for the team, within the team. And Like I said, we, we keep going forward no matter the score, score line. Like, that's the good thing about watching this Rapids game. And people compete for the minutes, too. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's, uh, it's, it's all positives. And, yes, we lost against uh, – Salt Lake, and we tied Seattle. Um, if you want to call that the negatives from the month of July, then that's the negatives from the month of July. <clears throat> but it, there's the positives far outweigh the negatives. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll talk about the table talk here in a little bit. The Rapids still in fourth place, but there's going to be some more movement this week. And by the way, Seattle and Kansas City lost. Um, Seattle lost. They didn't lose twice, right? They lost once, and they tied once. They lost. Well, we'll talk about that in table talk. Right, We're almost right, done right. talking about the Rapids defense, but, yes, we got the shutout. Uh, we'll see what happens this weekend. I don't think anybody's gonna, it's going to be Busio. Although, I, like I don't, I don't see it with him. Just yeah. like Daryl DK, Did you, like you watch Daryl DK because he yeah. played. What? What? What are we waiting for? Like, what are we, like I don't, I don't know. I think they might be big fish or or medium right. fish in little pond. Okay. Um, not big fish, middle, you know, medium sized fish. Yeah. Uh, so maybe some of those that eat 
you know, the little fishes, obviously. <laughs> but when they, they're not outgrown the yeah. pond yet. So. All right. Well, because, you know, the Gold Cup, the United States didn't bring their oldest players. They brought, you know, oh, oh, yeah, we were talking course. about this right. alleged C team, whatever. So, you know, beat, didn't bring their oldest senior team. But a lot of other countries did, like Haiti. And you can see how much bigger these guys, what I would call them man muscles, you know, they, they can push Sam Vines around a little bit, although he scored the goal and dominated them and run it. But Busio, I just think he's too little. And I don't, he can get to the spot, but I think he got pushed around a lot. And that guy, Daryl DK, I don't, I don't know, man. He couldn't do it against the senior, those gold cup teams. Right. I, I don't know. I don't know how he's going to go to Europe and do it, but, but look, I'm, I'll eat my words. I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter to me. I just, this is what I see. So Daryl DK, hey. <laughs> uh, no, I see your point, and and yeah. and this is uh, where I think it um, it kind of supports my my uh, what do you call it my theory or your not motto, my motto your motto no, no my oh. my argument as on the Mexican national team where oh yeah they're I know it's not as deep as it is in Mexico where um, they forced they don't force Berhalter to uh, call <laughs> people up anymore, but Here's there the... could be some kind of influence where they're like, hey, you should call Busio up. Or DK, you know? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, dude. I, I don't know. It's just weird. It's like they're coming from a long line of American strikers that don't do anything in England, in Europe, or and <laughs> it just seems like it's happening again. I don't, I, I, I don't know. Like, but no, just no, I, don't know. I, I agree. I agree. And I think um, it's uh, something that we all have to consider. We all have to really think about uh, how, you know. I don't know how. My last point is yeah. Orlando has actually risen in the rankings since DK moved to the Gold Cup. So so maybe we'll, maybe we'll leave him out. Yeah. Maybe Pereja will leave him. Probably not. Probably not, though. Although Akindale has got – he scored a goal, and he had a couple assists uh, since the Gold Cup has been gone. So, uh, yeah, I like Akindale. I root for him, the School of Mines guy playing in Orlando. And, uh, Orlando or Nashville? Nashville, it's two or three, right? Yeah, Orlando two, Nashville three. In Easter Conference, so former Rapids coaches doing well, right? Um, in the East Side, so yeah, all right, Caberto, but we'll, we'll let's bring it more regional and talk about some Mexican food, Caberto, because I love Mexican food. Rachel, when we were talking about, she's like, I want some tacos, I want some tacos. I'm like, all right, you know where we're going? I don't care anymore. We're going to Broadway. We're going to South Broadway, Garibaldi's, Garibaldi's Mexican Bistro. Yes, they have tacos. They have everything there. They have all your Mexican delicious. Uh, meals and it, and they have Aztec meals. And by the way, two Mexicans get an Aztec meal. Thank you. That's that's a good point. Um, so what is an Aztec <laughs> meal? You might ask. Obviously, uh, you should ask for it when you go to Garibaldi Mexican Bistro on Broadway and let's say Dartmouth. Yeah, it's um, right there. Yeah, it's so in the Conoco Station. You cannot miss it. Although it is hard to find parking there. Every time I drive by, it's pretty full because they're always busy. And, and they don't. Yeah, yeah, and they definitely frown upon parking in the gas spots. <laughs> of course, <laughs> to get to eat food. But if you don't want to wait, if you don't want to struggle to, uh, you know, eat your food. Or find some parking, sorry. Uh, call 303-781-0812 to put in your order to pick up. Or uh, put your order in DoorDash or on Grubhub. Yeah. And uh, these delicious meals, are you will not regret to have tasted them. Um, uh, you could go to GaribaldiMexican.com and see their uh, menu. And we'll, you'll understand what we're talking about. They have vegetarian, gluten-free, and vegan options. So 
you know, what, what more do we want? And they have green chili there. So, you know what? They've adjusted to the regional fare as in because apparently if you go outside the state of Colorado to the north and to the west, they don't know what green chili slash red chili is. You go to New Mexico, you can get a Christmas. You can get anything Christmas. But here in, in uh, Colorado, it's tough. it's tough. Some people don't know what you're talking about. I, I understand. <laughs> so, <laughs> so remember, Garibaldi Mexican Bistro, please support us by supporting them. And uh, obviously... By the way, we yeah. tell you all about this place on the Food on Federal on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Food on Federal. Go to the Garibaldi, Garibaldi's Mexican Bistro commercial. Excuse me. I got my speech impediment where words try to come out of my mouth too fast for me. Um, it's a thing that happens. So, uh, yeah, just go there, watch that. It's the same place. Maybe it's done without a ponytail, but whatever. So, you know, a lot of things happen. A lot of things are happening this year. You never know. You never, never know. I was going to have long hair after the, after the pandemic. And now here we are, Kiberto 2021. They're playing the Tokyo 2020 Olympics in 2021. Although it's weird to see 2020 plastered all over. Right. But, you know, that's that's all I'm saying. So, yes, go to YouTube.com slash Food on Federal and look up Garibaldi's Mexican Bistro. Yeah, man, I guarantee you won't be disappointed. That is true. So, Kiberto, have you been coaching this weekend? Have you been thinking about what the coaching situation is happening? I have. Because Atlanta needs a coach, but I think they got turned down. By the Seattle guy, like Seattle's assistant was like, no, I don't want any part of that. <laughs> no, <laughs> who wants a part of that? No, I don't um, know, man. But I mean, so this weekend I was, you know, sitting here on Sunday morning and I got a phone call and it was uh, San Jose. They wanted me to, uh, they offered an <laughs> assistant coaching position because they've been listening to Rapids Rant. Oh, nice. Just kidding. But <laughs> I have been thinking about, you know, coaching the coaches. Robert Frazier is doing great. So what I'm going to say is pro- is this advice that I'm going to give Robert Frazier and his assistants. It's it's mostly just to relay off to the, to the team today. Yes. But, see, but see, I would say this. The mark of a good coach or the good professional is you take all information yeah. given to you. Maybe you get the t- – like my, my old boss, tidbits make the show. Tidbits make the show. Right. Tidbits also – it's like some people say don't sweat the small stuff. Some people say tidbits make the show. So you're giving him yeah. – maybe he'll put it in his Robin Fraser filter and say, I hadn't thought about this. Right. Go out there and let's get three goals, Michael Barrios, because that's what I need you to do this weekend. Exactly. But go ahead. So, well, like we said, you know, we're definitely going to have full squad this Saturday. Yeah. Whether Vines is there or not, if he's not there, well, we're still a full squad because that means he's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, Dallas beat the Spork in Kansas this weekend. Yep. And San Jose beat uh, Seattle. And in the, Seattle. In Seattle. And Spark play LAFC tomorrow. So yeah. what does that mean? We need to not fear Sporting Kansas City. Why? Because not only we have to take advantage that they are tired. They have a few players who were out in national duty like Buzio and Pulido mm-hmm. and a few other. Um, but um, we are we definitely, I think, learned from the first game. So... So shallow eye, Pulido and Russell have to be shut down, which we can definitely do. So uh, it's set up first win. So what we need to do, Coach Robin Frazier, we need to get the team to play like a final 
this is another one of those play like a mm. final matches because mm-hmm. we're five points away from first place. We are, we can, if we beat Seattle, I'm sorry, Sporting Kansas City, we will tie Sporting Kansas City in second place. Uh, you know, giving that the gals lose. So, yeah. I mean, we, this is pretty much served on a silver platter. So let's take advantage of that. And I know we are uh, struggling with shooting, but like I said, I think that, uh, this past game was also an eye opener for um, what we need to train this week, and I'm pretty sure that's what's happening. Where we're finished training our finishing, so um, this is it's not too long, but this is my um, me coaching the coaches. So I hope, Robin Frazier, that you take if not all some of this, yeah, dude, that, that'll be good. And I think, yes, Coberto, um, the mark of a good manager, the mark is you know, you, you hear what the employees, you hear what the customers say, you take it all, you try to make your business. Uh, adapt to the situations, and that's what Robert Fraser does. He's taking your advice and uh, put it in his pocket. Maybe he'll use it. Maybe he won't. We did look. It took a couple weeks for Oliver Laraz to come back on, but now he's beating the world. And I, I if I if I were a betting man, I would bet that he would score in the month of August because we're gonna get some more matches in here. But I also I hope know, so. I also know that the Galaxy are playing two times this week. So they play uh, Salt Lake in Vancouver. So uh, they're both at home. So we'll see what happens there. They're right in front of us in the table. But let's before we get to table talk, let's do the Week 16 scoreboard real quick. Last Wednesday, as mentioned before, Minnesota they got screwed on the they got screwed <laughs> on the penalty call with like at the in the extra time, and uh, LAFC came back to went to tie. Excuse me, draw two to two with Minnesota. That was last Wednesday. Then. Uh, obviously, we had some Gold Cup situations on Thursday. United States and Mexico won. Uh, and then moving to Friday, it was NYFC. Yeah. NYCFC at Yankee Stadium. By the way, before I die, I want to see NY- NYCFC play a soccer match in Yankee Stadium. I think that would be funny because baseball guys hate it so much. They hate it so much. Anyway, that was the Yankee Stadium. NYCFC 4-1 to one over the champs, Columbus Crew. Orlando 3, Atlanta 2, and Galaxy. They put a beat down on Portland 4-1. to one. Uh, The Rapids oh, have man. not played Portland yet, and we're about to play them a couple times. So hopefully we can uh, score some goals on them. So that was last Friday. Moving on to Saturday, San Jose shut out, as Coberto had previously mentioned. Seattle Sounders 1-0 mm-hmm. in Seattle. New England keeps going 3-2 to two over the Red Bull. Cincinnati and D.C., at least Cincinnati didn't give up any goals, but they didn't score any either. 0-0 draw uh, for them. It was Miami 2, Montreal 1. Miami, their first win at home on the season over Montreal, who played in their <laughs> really? stadium a lot. So, yeah, I was sad that Montreal, I was like, Montreal, that's your home away from home, and you blew it. But uh, coming up on our little Charlie Wright Memorial quiz, uh, we got some more Miami uh, uh, questions. That was 2-1 to one, Miami over Montreal. That was last Saturday. Houston and Salt Lake 0-0 draw. It was Dallas 2, Kansas City 1. That was in Kansas City. So Kansas City, they were vulnerable there. Like you said, they looked like world beaters when the Rapids played them. Right. There, but that was 3-1 uh, in last June, uh, June 23rd. So a little bit, about six weeks ago. Uh, it was Vancouver and Minnesota tied at 2. That brings your Saturday games. And then Sunday, they were both draws. They were both 1-1 mm. to draws. Philly over Chicago, Philly and Chicago, one to one. Toronto and Nashville, also one to one. So, all right, let's go to table talk now, Caberto. And I got your Charlie Wright Memorial Quiz. Seattle. Charlie Wright. Charlie Wright. That's my guy. That's the former GM of the Colorado Rapids. Charlie Wright Memorial Quiz. He of the 
Colorado Pop Symphony Orchestra. I believe he was a percussionist. He was, I mean, based on what you told us. He's a renaissance man. Yeah, heck yeah, man. (laughs) That's crazy. I mean. Right? I mean, he's not not just jamming a, uh, you know, a a soccer team. He's also playing some music. Like, man, that clock hits five o'clock. He's out of there. It's like your old union guys taking a lunch. You know, He's got practice. (laughs) (laughs) He's got to get down. I wonder if he brought his timpani up to the studio. Anyway. Uh, I mean, those guys, like, I, I was watching, uh, I forget. It was Austin. No, those guys, had they had trombones, like, painted green. They had a nice section. And, like, uh, the Rapid Supporters, C38, down in the, in the end zone, on the on the south end zone. yeah. Yeah. They have some instruments, and I would like to see that grow. Yeah. Maybe I can get my brother. He plays the sousaphone. That's a big instrument to get out there, mm. but I don't know. We need some well, more. You know what? Shout out to Juan. Our uh, one of our guests earlier yeah. in the in the uh, who's a host of the C three D podcast. He's the one that takes his trumpet, so he oh, knows. Good. He's got the when the Saints go marching in down. So I, I mean, mean, what more do we want right now, right? My, yeah, my brother can play. He's a low brass man. I'm a low brass man. Uh, allegedly, I play the bass, but I can read the bass clef music. So that's an important part. Um, Let's anyway. get it together then. All right. <laughs> yes, we're gonna play. We're gonna play anyway. So all right. Uh, just, uh, yeah, maybe we'll get that. I don't know where I was going with that. All right. So Seattle, 32 points plus 12 goal differential, Kansas city, 30 points, 10 LA, uh, gals, 28 points. They have zero goal differential. That's why I think they're kind of a fraud a little bit. They have zero. We'll see. We'll see if they finish in third place. I don't think they will. Excuse me. Colorado Rapids, 27 points, six plus six goal differential. We have one game in hand on all these teams mm. uh, above us. So, look, we're five points out. We have a game in hand. That's three points. So, technically, we can get, depending on tiebreakers, we can, you know, get past Kansas City. And we'll see. L.A. has uh, two matches this week. So, well, they can actually go to second place or even first place uh, uh, in the league, uh, in the Western Conference. Anyway, LAFC, 23 points. Minnesota, 23 points. And Salt Lake, Barely in the playoff picture with 21 points. They have a plus eight goal differential. Minnesota, by the way, negative two goal differential. The team that we beat like a drum. Speaking of drums, the Rapids beat them like a drum, and they're still in sixth place. Still in sixth place. So nothing is settled, and we have half the season to go. So I'm excited. But after, you know, three months of results, here we are. Out of playoff position, but close. Portland with 19 points, negative seven goal differential. Wow. Which is not like there's – when I get to the Eastern Conference, we're going to laugh. Uh, San Jose <laughs> also 17, Vancouver 15, hmm. and Austin. By the way, every team we play is like in last place when we play them. But look, like I said, Minnesota – look, if we just play Minnesota every week, we, we kill them every time. But That's they're in sixth place. So huh. we are beating the teams we're supposed to beat. And I would say we're beating the good teams. Right. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm, this is why I'm really excited for Kansas City. We get our test match. All of our players are going to be back. And so Austin is in the in the Western Conference basement. Again, let's move to the Eastern Conference. Like I said, New England, 36 points. By the way, I think New England is probably the team I only fear. Yeah. 
That's the it really? might be it might be the only team I fear in MLS <sighs> right now. Right. Uh, we we are actually gonna play them in August. Yeah, October. that's like our only Eastern Conference team yeah. we play for for the rest of the season. And that's basically. and that's like yeah. three games before the playoffs begin. So really, uh, yeah. So I mean. I'm just saying, New England probably. I, I could be wrong, and things can change because obviously things have been changing a lot. Yeah. But that's my team that I hope we do really good against. Uh, you know what I noticed is New England has played a lot of their home games, um, so maybe it'll be tougher on the road for them for the next couple months. Right, but, and that's why they're in first so far. Hmm. But that's a good point. That's what I would say. And I the mean, New England Colorado game. Yeah, it's October. It's Gillette Stadium. Yeah. So yeah, they're going 27th. October 27th. Yeah, dude. That's like the last, second to last game. England, Miami. Third, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, dude. Third to last game. So the Rapids do get to have a big test in the Eastern Conference. So I'm pretty excited. But that's Actually, preparation for the playoffs, I think. Yeah, right? So I think that by then we're definitely going to be in playoff mode. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. I'm excited. Yes. We got a long way to go before that yeah. game. But New England, if we can go into uh, the Eastern Conference leaders and take some points off the supporter shield champion. I mean, they're looking like they're running away with it. Although it's only four points. Yeah. Difference right now. Like I said, Orlando second place, 28 points, Nashville, 27 points. Surprising to me, even though they score and they are the leaders in goal differential, NYCFC fourth place in the East, 26 points plus 14, uh, Philadelphia, 25, Columbus, 24, Montreal, 22 and DC 21. That'll complete. Sorry, Montreal will complete your playoff picture. They have a plus one goal difference. I can't believe Montreal. Uh, the whole first part of the year, they were on the road, and they're still in the playoffs. So hopefully uh, they're play- they've actually played at home a couple times, but we'll see how they go the rest of the season. Eight, like I said, eighth place, D.C., ninth place, New York Red Bull. Then we, here we go. This is my favorite. Toronto, negative 12 goal differential, 14 points. But they are above... Cincinnati with 14, Atlanta with 14, Chicago with 13, and Inter-Miami Vice with 12 points. Uh, They all have negative goal differentials. Miami is tied with negative 12. Cincinnati, Toronto, Miami all have negative 12 goal differentials. So if there is some separation, it looks like those four team, five teams are going to be out of it. And uh, D.C. and New York, they have they have a chance to get back in there. But I can't believe Toronto, like 10th place. Like, huh? Eight points out. I guess that's only a couple matches, but there you go. So, do you want to? And by the way, my the Charlie Wright Memorial uh, quiz is going to be based off the Eastern Conference uh, and Western Conference standings. Oh boy! All right. All right, Kiberto. There is five teams. We'll give you question number one. Five teams still winless on the road. Can you name? uh, Can you name three of the five teams? Winless on the road. On the road. On the road. From both from just the general standings. Yeah, just general standings. The whole the whole there's five teams. Three in the east, two in the west. I'm gonna say uh only one Canadian team. I'll give you a hint. Only one Canadian team. Oh, uh Vancouver. There you go. There's one. Uh Vancouver. Um Winless on the Road. Winless on the Road. I'm gonna say DC United, because they've been off my radar. DC United is oh. not winless on the road. Um, I think they have one win on the road. Uh, let's see. Atlanta United? Atlanta is winless on the road. All right. Even though they did draw in Seattle, they had a, Seattle had to come back to, to tie them. Oof. Okay, but there. they didn't win. So. No, they did not win. They did not win. 
And I'm going to say Houston? Houston, winless on the road. You're doing pretty Just, good, Kibberta. You have both Western Conference team, Vancouver and Houston. You only have one Eastern Conference team. Uh, okay, so and then I'm going to... Think about a team that changed their logo but didn't really change their logo. <laughs> They're still Chicago? brand. Yeah, Chicago. There you go, Kiberta. Really? This, this last one, I, I, I was very surprised because they are in a very good spot. Are they? Can I ask uh, for what what conference are they in? They're in the Eastern Conference. Okay. They are coached by a former. No, that's too. That's, that's too, too much. Okay, okay. That's too easy. That's I'll too just easy. leave it there. I'm gonna yeah. just go for. Columbus. No, Nashville. Same colors, though. What? Nashville oh. is like 6-1-0 and oh at home. Huh. But on the road, wow. they have not won. They've, they've tied a couple times. But the third place in the East, they have not won on the road. So look at that. Nashville. Come on, guys. Huh. Let's do better. All right, Kiberto, wow. your second yes. question. Who has one win at home? Who has one win <laughs> yeah. at home? Who has one win at home? Yes. Is it? Cincinnati? No, no, no. Cincinnati. Uh, so, no, okay, dang it. I should have. All right, well. Is it? I've done my other question first. Okay, okay. I should have done my other question first. Who is winless at home? <laughs> Who is winless at home? Cincinnati? Cincinnati, Cincinnati, <laughs> dude. I can't, but they got a new stadium. They haven't won there yet. But at least, but at least they're not like Austin. Ah. Can't even, they've only scored that in like two of their matches. Guess, yeah. The yeah. Cincinnati, they know, still looking for that first victory. Hopefully they get it before uh, the United States and Mexico play there in November. Or, you know, United States can get a couple points there. That would be fine with me. So, all right, all right Camerto. So, winless on the road, you got all of them. Winless at home, Cincinnati still waiting in uh, August right now. So, who has one win at home? One win at home, I'm going to say... There's one Canadian team. Oh, uh, Toronto. Toronto. Good job, Kiberta. Yeah, I remember because they're the ones that recently <laughs> yes. were allowed to go back. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. And one more Western team and one more Eastern team with one win at home on the season so far. I'm going to say... They're definitely not defending the fort. Fortress. Uh, fake Salt Lake? No, Salt Lake is... They're good at home. That's the only oh, thing they okay, do okay. good. That's Sorry. The only all thing right, all right. Okay. Defending uh, the Ford. The team that uh, we just played and oh, your most hated Austin. owner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Who's your most hated owner? My most hated owner? Yeah. Uh, that's aside from Cronky? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean... I love Cronky. He's a great guy. <laughs> He's my favorite. <laughs> don't buy the Rockies. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't um, know, man. I don't... He missed a penalty... In 1996, to send England to the, to the Euros. Oh, man. Uh, I guess there is more than one English owner. Oh, uh, that was uh, David Beckham? David Beckham, yes. Inter-Miami only has one win. Inter -Miami, Mo Montreal has more wins in Drive Pink Stadium than Miami does this year. So, huh. And they just won. They just beat Montreal last weekend. Yeah. So uh, that, that could be a better stat, but... That's not. So there you go, Kiberto. You did pretty good. Uh, you did well, pretty good on thanks. these I'm sorry. You got, me, you got me sweating here. Sorry. <laughs> I, I like doing that. I like making people uh, nervous. Putting about, them on the spot. That's yeah. Right. So Nashville. Nashville, though. Come on, Nashville. You got to do better. Yeah. You got to do better. So there's your there's your Charlie Wright memorial quiz, Kiberto. Hopefully it was good for you as it was for me. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Let's 
look at the week 17 matches to watch before we start talking about the Rapids in Kansas City. Um, I will give you my favorite matches to watch that aren't during Rapids game time. All right. Although I had to make it really close this this week because Saturday there's really no other good games except for the Rapids uh, that would uh, do anything to the Rapids in the standings. But right. starting Wednesday, August 4th, we got a doubleheader. That's All tomorrow right. night. And we get number one versus number two in the East. That's New England versus Nashville. That's Ooh. in Gillette Stadium in Foxborough. I would, I would watch that. And that's 5 p.m. Mountain Time. So New England, Nashville, and yeah, dude, Nashville's not good on the road. They're still winless on the road. So we'll see what happens to them. Obviously, if we were betting, we would probably bet against them. But you never know, man. These midweek matches screw everybody. They, it's just tough. That's it's true. A, not screw everybody. It's just a tough thing to do. So, and after that game's done, and by the way, you can even have a break. You can have a little nap because New England Nashville started at 5 Mountain. Kansas City at Los Angeles uh, FC starts at 8.30 Mountain mm. Time. So, yeah, you get a doubleheader. You get your Wednesday night doubleheader. You can watch some Kansas City at LAFC, see what happens. Hopefully they draw and – or, you know, pull, no no team gets points. That'll be fine with me. Mm. So I don't know how that's going to happen. But anyway, so next Saturday, an hour before the Rapids game, if you're at home, if you're not at the stadium, you can watch Houston and Minnesota for an hour. And by the way, these are all on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, because I don't think there's any national TV games this week. Um, then, Sunday, August 8th, in the uh, afternoon, Philadelphia at New England in Gillette Stadium. So they, there's another one. New England plays twice. They're both they're on both the matches to watch. So I guess we're going to get a lot of looks at them. And I, I want to watch them even more now because I realize that they're the only Eastern Conference team that the Rapids are really playing for the rest of the season. So there's that too. So Philadelphia at New England in Gillette. That's at 4 o'clock. And then at 6 o'clock, Vancouver at the LA Gals. Um, that's in Los Angeles. And that's next Sunday night, so we'll get some, you know, final uh, uh, firming up of what's happening in the league that week. And that's the last match of week 17. We're in week 17 already. Yeah, definitely. 17. Don. So there you go. I have something to ask you, and I'm sorry that I might be throwing us off a little out of our order. But (laughs) do you know what happened around May in 2012? May 2012. We attended a Rapids game <laughs> at the Exporting Goods Park. Where Kansas City. First half, Rapids were down 2 nothing, And then we weren't able to see the Rapids catch up. Okay. We weren't able to see the Rapids draw the game. And I'm going to tell you really, really briefly why. We were very excited. Yes. We got to the tailgate. Literally three hours before. I think it was a friend of yours' birthday. Yes, day. there was a birthday, and we we brought limes, and we were like, mm. we're bringing a bottle of something. Mm-hmm. We did. So our, our friends were late, of course, to the tailgate, and at, we were saying, you know, you take one, then I, if you take one, yeah. I'll take one. Our friends were late. Like, we were waiting, but the bottle was already open, and all of our other friends were there. So by the time the We were friends, having a party, man. Yeah, so by the time... The original, the person whose birthday it was, then we went like kind of double hard. Yeah, because which I was mean, our mistake. Yes, it was. Because <laughs> I mean, I we I remember clearly to to a certain point. Obviously. I might owe you a hundred dollars. I've been and, thinking about. I think about this from time to time. <laughs> it is. It is actually that game because the time because the, we actually got in trouble. Yes, we did. First of all, we were so mad they were down two to zero. We yeah. were like, oh my, we're down two to zero. We're it, I had slightly inebriated vision that that game. No, we're joke. slightly inebriated, 
and we're just like, you know, we're effing, you know, we're bad words in people and stuff. And we're just like, all right, well, let's go get Don. Just give me a beer because it was my turn to buy. But whatever. So, Kiberto, he says he gave me $100. I swear I gave him the money. Doesn't matter. What I swear fine. I owe him $100. One day I'm going to give him $100 and that, be like, I'm sorry. That's fine. Uh, so I brought, so first of all, I get this beer, I get the beers and I turn around and I immediately drop one of them because this guy knocks it out of my hand. <laughs> but the lady was so nice yeah. that she poured me another one. But you never told me this. this is, yeah, this is true. She poured me another one because I like, immediately turned around and this guy hit it out of my hand, which also should have been the clue to not give me any more beer. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, so I get another beer. I go back to Kiberto. Wait, no, I no, no, no. That, oh, I didn't go. I did not the, go back. That to might have been the end of your memory, Don. That was my plan was to go back to Kiberto. Well, I'm, and then the, the switch scenes now. So I'm like, <laughs> you know, we're really passionately yelling at players and stuff like that. <laughs> we're almost falling over the railing because we're like yeah. in the front. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think second half starts, and then I get a phone call, <laughs> and then. I the person on the other the other end says, "Is this Kevberto?" <laughs> and then I say, "Yes, this is Kevberto. How can I help you?" And they say, "This is Commerce City Police Department. Do you, and we have your friend Don Pablo at the medical tent." <laughs> so anyway, so I, and then they say, "You need to come get him. Yeah. Otherwise, we're probably gonna have to take him down the street." Yeah. To the and by the way, for people that don't know, the Commerce City Police Department is located in the parking lot. I mean, I don't think they will walk you over, but they will drive you over real quick, right? Like they'll yeah. drive you over. To I mean, the they intake. really just need to go on a little go- on a golf yeah. cart. Yeah, right? yeah, dude, you can put they can tie they can uh, hook you up and handcuffs yeah. to a golf. cart. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I said, uh, uh, yeah, of course. Where do you, where do I need to go? Right? I was not definitely speaking. I mean, I don't speak clearly now, but I was definitely not speaking clearly yeah. then. So I, I find you. I don't even remember the walk. I'm not lying. I don't remember the walk to the medical tent. Before you go on with the outside of the stadium park, can I tell yeah. you what happened? And why? I didn't, <laughs> yes. First of all, I provided some entertainment for these police officers because apparently huh. at halftime I wanted to sit down because this was before there was like be- this was just benches, but not really like seating in the terraces. Right. So I just needed to sit down for a minute, <laughs> but apparently. Fell asleep on the bathroom toilet. And <laughs> what happened to the, the beers, Don? I have no idea. <laughs> no idea what happened to the beers. I have no idea. And then I, I remember telling the police that I have diabetes. Like, I'm not drunk. I just have diabetes. <laughs> and uh, which I do. So, you know, I'm not supposed to drink, drink that much. I got to be careful. Yeah. So, but I was drunk. But they were like, okay, okay, man, this guy's dead. So they turned it into a medical emergency rather than. Drunk Don, just belligerent Don, just running around. <laughs> uh, but then I remember, I remember before they gave me the IV, they uh, they poked my finger. They're like, your blood sugar is 91. And I'm like, oh, dang it. Well, <laughs> which is like perfect range. Right, right. So, that, so then while I was doing, so then they call Kiberto. So then Kiberto comes <clears throat> and now here he is in the medical tent with me. I don't remember walking <laughs> up to the medical tent or the medical room. The point is that there's By the way, the Rapids are still losing two oh, yeah. to zero. Yeah, they're two still to zero losing. at this point. So so we're okay. like this second half is not we're not watching second half. I'm I walk up and I think that, you know, somehow we figure out a way or my mem what little of my memory I have is that 
the officer saying, you know what, um, you and your friend don't seem to be, um, uh, you know, in, in your five senses. So I think you need to, can you have someone pick you guys up? Um, but you guys cannot stay and watch the game. Um, we will walk you out here while you wait for your, the person. And um, so we walked outside. Uh, we out of the gate. Yeah. And we were being supervised, obviously. Um, they definitely were staring at us the whole entire time we were out there on the Yes, bench. they were. And, oh, man. And uh, so we we called someone to pick us up. Um, it took us a while to get a hold of someone because we yeah. were dialing the wrong number, by the way. Yeah. Or the wrong person. We had a... We had a... <laughs> Uh, man and I, once actually what i would remember uh, is that once the cop figured out that we weren't dialing the wrong, wrong number they said do you want me to dial for yeah, you yeah yeah so they did and um and it was my wife and she knows she knows she's yeah. she'll make fun of me on this story every time so she finally <laughs> comes like we hear cheers we're sitting on the one of the little park benches outside yeah. we hear cheers and we're like oh man what happened yeah what happened? but we couldn't see like <laughs> We were definitely not trying to talk to the police officer that was staring at us. Right. And uh, and by the way, may I compliment the Kermit City? They don't want problems. Right. If you if you can be okay and they'll let you go, they right. don't want more people in the jail. They don't right. want people, knuckleheads that are at the stadium. And by the way, I saw this happen again to another person who was having a reversal of fortune in a row behind us in 108 one time. They just took the guy away. They said, you had too much and you're good to go. Like, so let me just say, give a compliment to yeah. all Cronky Sports Enterprises employees. <laughs> you don't want to get them in trouble. You just want they them to go well. somewhere else. Be safe. Just but we did here. hear the cheers, and the Rapids did come back to to tie. It was yes. a two-two draw with Kansas City. I don't know if they were called Sporting Kansas City at that time. I think they were yeah, they still were. the Wiz. No, they they were yeah. still they were Sporting Kansas City. It's just, um, and that was the end. They came to pick us up. The end. <laughs> <laughs> the end. And if you ever want to hear more of that story, then. Come, you get $5 if you yell Kiberto's name at him. In the, and we'll tell you the public, rest of the story. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, Sonberto's yeah. wearing a Lucha Libre mask. Um, I was not prepared for that. But, uh, yes, Kiberto, we have had a hard dalliances with the law in Dick Sporting Goods Park. Who hasn't? But we're more matured 30-year-olds now. Like, yeah, We take definitely. pictures. We don't cause trouble with San Jose uh, Ultras. But I do like how they put the visiting fans, like, in the back corner – Right on the west side. Well, it's like they, they get the smallest. The yeah, they yeah. get the smallest one. And, like, it's farthest away from the action, even though it's on the nice side of the stadium. Although, like, I did see against Seattle some Seattle fans in 108. And that is yeah, something I like that, that I don't agree with. And I understand there might there's more to it. But I think they it's, there needs to be more. If we were... Uh, I'm gonna say it. Um, yeah, some, we some, some, some. You face out like ultras, quote unquote. <laughs> we'd be beating them up, right? You know, we'd be yeah. trying to fight like, them. What are you doing here? But we're not. We are in Colorado. We're cool. I tell you, I was in that. I went to Kansas City. I went to Livestrong Park or Children's Mercy or whatever you call it. Sorry, uh, Lance Armstrong. <laughs> Lance Armstrong is disgraced. Uh, I would. I want to go to that supporters bar. That supporters bar was cool, man. Like, but I don't know if they would let other. People from other teams in there. Uh, that's a good question. But that's how it's supposed yeah, to be. Right? I mean, yeah, that is how it's supposed to be. Like to you prevent, can't even get a ticket for, for Prevent that. problems. That's it. That's all yeah. we're saying. That's just prevent problems. Anyway, right. well, sorry. Yeah, because you never know when two guys drink a whole bottle of tequila and they're trying to... I don't, I don't know what happened to the beers, Kiberto. Somebody, I don't, like, were they <laughs> just left there? Up, you probably gave them to somebody like, hey, man, hey, man you, you want some beers? I mean, if I was sleeping on the toilet. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. Maybe they just were left there and they were just. <sighs> Sorry. My, I... my friends from high school would just be, would say they're lost to the game. And I'll be like, well, what are you going to do? I just had to share that story. And that's why playing against Kansas City brings us this memory. <laughs> Obviously, this uh, strengthened our friendship. Yes. So that's why we're here today, almost 10 years later. I remember because I got an IV and you didn't. So I no. came to my senses a lot sooner. Yeah. And then we went to breakfast at uh, one of these Mexican food places yeah, that day. Because that's because yeah, Menudo Day. Because Coberto loves him some Menudo, and uh, we recounted the events, and it was just the funniest thing when we recounted. It's funny when you recount events with Coberto after a party, but you know, or maybe it's not funny. Maybe it's, but that's but but we're also we're more matured. Yes, we're older now. Coberto's a father. I've been um, on the wagon for a while, have for a, a while for many years now. I have a disabled animal, there so you know. See. I got look you. You don't know how hard life is until you have a disabled <laughs> animal that your wife loves. And you love, but your wife loves a lot. Disabled. Hey, we love Nico, too. Nico's a... If he He's ignores you, he likes you. That's right. That's a, that's good. All right. We're off All the right. rails. Sorry. We're off the rails. Right. We're getting back to Kansas City. So the last time they played, June 23rd, it was a midweek game. Like I said before, the Kansas City didn't have a game that week, a match that weekend before, so they had more time to rest. Right. Um, and it was like a midweek match the rapids traveled to kansas city obviously it's not big of a plane flight but it's still travel and uh a different time zone and the rapids kind of got beat down it was three to one um rosenberry scored with six minutes left in the match uh just just so he scored something that game but we we really got dominated and i I thought that was like that was the worst game i remember seeing until salt lake when we kind of just we got beat in all three phases yeah. that day. We I remember, I think we gave, we put up a fight at least in the second half against yeah. Sporting Kansas City. And we did also against Salt Lake, but we actually scored one goal. So Yeah, man, Salt Lake, dude, we were close to, we were close on Salt Lake. It just, it just didn't happen that day. And I swear, just give me back Salt Lake. Give me my midfielders and we're going to play Salt Lake again. And uh, that dude, uh, Cry, Crylock, he's going to be crying even more. Like, I can't, stop the game in the first five minutes to, Tell the referee to tell him to stop it. Like, if you're a kid, if, like, I don't think you would do that in, like, any other level of soccer. Like, you just stop the game to be like, listen, that guy's being mean to me. <laughs> you need right. to take a five. Exactly. You know? I'm like, are you serious? I mean, if someone like. can make an argument. I mean, who has that power to stop a game just to complain? I, I mean, know. I'm just, I don't, I don't know. know. And that's David where my Beckham. theories come in. Landon Donovan. <laughs> David Beckham does. No, back when he was running the league for a couple of years. But anyway, so, so yeah, Kiberto. So we're getting our midfielders back. Uh, we don't exactly know the lineup. Just watch, uh, you know, Rapids Twitter or, you know, our Twitter. And we'll, uh, cause I always go for the lineups and make a couple comments on the last match or whatever I see, whatever I think is appropriate to be known about this match coming up. So yeah, Kansas city, they're getting Busio back. Uh, does that matter? They're coming to our place. They're coming to the thin air in mile high, mile high city. <laughs> <laughs> Not Mile High Stadium. We don't play right, that anymore. Right. So yeah, Kiberto, I think that I think we could beat Kansas City, and I think it's going to be two nothing or two to one, two oh. nothing, two nothing. Oh, okay. Oh man. Okay. I'm going to say that we are going to play very confident, and we are going to win two to zero. Whoa, we got the same prediction. I like it. I like it, Kiberto. Mm-hmm. We're going to shut yeah. them out, just yes. like Clean they sheet. tried to do to us. Uh, so all right, so two to zero for both of us. All right, Kiberto, there's your prediction. I think that's going to do it. For week 17 Rapid Rant, 
as always, I am Don Pablo. Follow me at Don Pablo 303. Go to see what Kiberto's up to at Kiberto, of course. And, and obviously, at Rapid Rant, we're around. We live tweet every match um, when I'm not on we vacation. To, yeah. And I watch everything, and I watch other matches, too. So if you want to learn something, maybe you can listen to me, because you know why tidbits make the show. So for Kiberto, for Sunberto, I'm Don Pablo. Thanks for listening to Rapid Rant. And uh, let's go Rapids. Hey!